not as man sees. This week I had the chance to play basketball for the first time in many months. And as I was leaving the gym, I, I felt really good because first I was, I was recognizing first and foremost, I didn't get injured, <laughs> which is always a plus when, you, uh, when you're out of college, right? And then I was also thinking about how it went. And I was like, I, I played decent. I was like, yeah, I, I, I lost, and then I sat, and then I lost, and then I sat, and then I think I might have lost again, but then I won, and then I, and I sat there, and I was like, I actually don't remember how many games I won and lost. I was like, and then I, I realized how, how, this, how good I felt, that I felt this incredible freedom. Because I, when I was younger, I would measure myself by how much I had won. And if I didn't win, then I would be in a bad mood the rest of the day. Right? And the thing is, when you're playing pickup basketball, well, usually you stop because you lost. So most people who, lose, who leave the gym are leaving in a bad mood because they lost. And I think, I think the devil rejoices in that. Because instead of delighting and just being alive and playing this game that's really fun and meeting people and getting exercise, that we lose sight on what it's all about. I, now, lest you worry about me, I do like to win. Um, I, we've, the priests, we, uh, we, we've been one of our, every Saturday night the priests get together and we, we, um, we eat and we pray and we do something. So usually we play a board game. And the, the board game du jour that we've been playing a lot recently, um, I've been winning a disproportionate amount. And I think it's because I was able to see what the game was about. That there's, uh, it's a game with a lot of options and a lot of confusion. But I, I've been able to cut through it to pick out a strategy to see to the heart of the matter. Today the Lord teaches Samuel, not as man sees, does God see. Because man sees the appearance, but the Lord looks into the heart. The world looks at things a certain way, but God has his own way. That, that God himself, God is, God is reality. God is being itself. So you could say God is reality. And what the evil one tries to do is to confuse us on what reality is, on what is most important, right? Uh, for example, um, when we misperceive something like, oh, I, I think this person's really mad at me. And then you find out later, like, no, that's just how I'm always looking, you know, <laughs> or whatever, you know, like, that's just it's not reality. So for example, is it about getting good grades or is it about learning? What is more important? Is it just about making more money? Or is, is money more important than having a child? Are, are looks more important than character? That there's different ways to see things, to see more clearly on what is true, what is reality, what's important. And what is beautiful is that God wishes to reveal to us how he sees things. 
And if we're humble and open to seeing it, we can see it. You know, sometimes, sometimes we can't see it, but it's not because God hasn't tried, but because we're not humble enough to listen, to trust him. In the gospel, Jesus heals the man born blind. And as you noticed, that all these people, are, they're, they're struggling to understand it. And that, that's why the gospel is so repetitive. And even the man born blind is frustrated. He's like, I already told you, you're not listening. Which is a lot like us, that the answer is right in front of us. But it's almost like we don't want to see it. Because it's different than what I thought, or it's different than the way I want to do it. There's, there's, it's like one of the priests, he always loses, and we keep trying to give him feedback. We're like, that's not the strategy. He's like, I want to play the game my way. We're like, okay. <laughs> but don't we all do that? Like, I want to do it my way. I, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're telling me. I'm going to do it my way. And God says... You're free to do that. When the prodigal son says, I want to leave and I want to do it my way, the father's like, I'll help you pack. And so these people are asking, they're having a hard time seeing it. They're, they're missing the point. They're missing the, the purpose of the story is not how this man was able to see, but about the one who healed him. The one who has the power to enlighten. And what is his purpose? He says, My pur so that those who do not see might see. That his desire is to enlighten us. That he who is the light of the world wishes to share that light with us. That's, we see it in the ritual of baptism. When you have the paschal candle, and from the paschal candle we receive the light of faith. That Christ is the light, and, and from him... We are enlightened. And so today we have a number of people seeking baptism. And today we, we're doing the second scrutiny. And so if we think about it, think about your own journey. And how God has revealed things to you. Perhaps it began with recognizing, wow, the Catholic Church actually is pretty welcoming that they didn't like the alarm didn't go off when I walked in the door the first time or something, you know? That People think that, by the way. Um, I was like, I, the, we, we haven't replaced the batteries. That's the problem, you know? <laughs> but there's, or you come here and you're like, there's peace here. And then you learn more and you're like, what, God is love? Like Father Park said on Thursday that God is not loving, God is love. Like, whoa, like what does that mean? That, and that God, is a communion of life and love, that he's a trinity, a relationship of persons, and then he invites us into relationship with him. Or maybe another something else that's been revealed to you is seeing, okay, so we bring, for, so when Catholics do communion, it's different than across the street or down the road, that, that we bring forth bread and wine, and then it, it, it becomes, it actually is Jesus. That's why we get on our knees. Like, whoa, like God is with us and God wants union with me? Like, I'm not perfect, but God still wants union with me to make me perfect? And that, and that Christ 
Christ didn't start a whole bunch of churches. Christ started one church and promised to be with his church to protect her in, in matters of faith and morals and that I can, I can know what God wants and I can know what God teaches through his body, the church. I hope you've had these experiences. I hope every person has had these of just like our eyes are opened. It's, it's these light bulb moments and, and, and God says, and I want this for you too. And I'll, you come forward and let the living water pour over you that you might be enlightened to see who I am and in that light to see who you are, my beloved sons and daughters. That's all of our invitation, not just for those seeking baptism. And so what's our strategy? Well, St. Paul says it this way to the Ephesians today. Try to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. That the Lord says, here's the path. Seek it. Follow it. Even, even if our own uh, judgment, our own vision sees things differently, the Lord says, come, follow me, and I will enlighten you. I, maybe a different example for other people that, I don't know, this is, when I think about being enlightened, I think about this moment I had in high school when Remember somebody, you know, the, the controversial topic of abortion. What do you think about abortion? And I'm thinking like, well, I, I would never participate in one, but I don't have the right to stop other people who want to do what they want with their bodies. And the person said, well, why would you not participate in an abortion? I said, well, because I don't think I have the right to, you know, I don't want to kill a baby in the womb. And the person said, okay, so you think it's wrong to kill a baby in the womb when you do it, but it's okay for other people to do it? And then they said, finish this sentence for me. It's okay to kill a baby in the womb when? I was like, well, it's never okay to do that. And it was like this light bulb went on that we're not, we're not dealing with just one person, we're dealing with two persons. And that you and I are called to protect and fight for those who are vulnerable and who can't speak up for themselves. And it was like, wow. That until that moment, the cloud of confusion was kind of pride. You know, no one's proven to me enough as to why this is true. That pride is what stump is the stumbling block versus humility to receive and recognize and see what is. And when you see that, when you have that light bulb moment, isn't it obvious? You're like, wow, how could I never see that before? It's so obvious. That's what God wants to do. He wants to enlighten us little by little. He can only enlighten those who are humble. Those who are willing to say, Jesus, I know I probably don't see things perfectly clearly, I don't want to see as man does. I want to see as you do. I want to see my own goodness as you see it. I want to see the world as, as good in the way that you see it. I want to recognize the path that you want me to follow and to, to let go of lesser things. And as we choose to follow the Lord and his teaching, that the one who is the light of the world, that we ourselves become enlightened and see reality to see all things as he does.